This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. Let's ride. Media Mash, riding into the final game of the season, the regular season game. We're here with social media star Jane Slater <laughs> of NFL Media, John Show to the Athletic, and Dog Team Clarence Hill. What's up, brother? You had your energy drinks? Boy, you look like you're hyped ready to go today. You're not going to be sleeping on us today, are you? You got a big TCU when he's out. Oh. Says the guy who's constantly falling asleep when you're doing interviews with your oh, phone like this and you're looking around out. everywhere. You're, you're, I've, seen, I've seen you fall asleep against I, the wall. Was it Rod Marinelli or was it Scott Linehan? Who was that one? It was like four. Listen, listen, hey. listen. Life is hard. Okay, Nui. sometimes you, know, you get I get it. Going. Look, you, you're a good dad. Look at all those kids you're getting in the college. We just got the injury report. Got the injury report. Kelvin Joseph didn't practice today. Lied. <laughs> he lied to us again. Tooth. <laughs> okay. Boss man fat. Well, he saw Nashawn Wright so, and Deron Bland have been stepping up. And so so uh, he's not biting no kneecaps? I've like had my that. wisdom teeth pulled out, and I definitely don't think I could have practiced the next day. Maybe okay. that's one thing. Um, Why are you doing it now? Yeah, fight. Somebody knock his tooth out. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't. Somebody knock his tooth I know I questioned his sickness a couple of weeks ago, and now I'm questioning the wisdom teeth thing. But Who said it was wisdom? He brought up wisdom. He didn't say wisdom. Yeah, I was trying to think of something that would knock you up. I don't know. I guess if you had to, like an infection or something like that, your face we could We know it's up. a wisdom tooth, though? No, it just has tooth. But I'm trying to think. It's not the first time. There's been other players that this has happened to. This isn't yeah. the first time. I'm just trying to think of a tooth situation where you guys wouldn't practice that day. Do you, can you think of it? Michael Parsons I want to say, who was it Micah? Somebody else this season had a tooth, and they didn't. Practice sounds like people, it sounds like Jane does not believe it's a tooth. Sounds she like doesn't trust. Sounds like that side of the table skeptical. Sounds like she doesn't trust. I just boss you, man fat. If my boss at NFL Network goes and says Jane Slater needs to accept more responsibility and some of this stuff off to the side needs to go away, it's like it still feels like there's stuff still here. Wait, well, first of all, the sickness. If he's really sick, you know, it was ravaging through the locker room. Mm. You don't want him here, yeah, because you don't want Micah to get it mm-hmm. or someone else. So if you you say you're sick, stay at home. Mm-hmm. It's best for the team. Speaking well, of Micah, it doesn't say sick; it says tooth. I know, but she was she was questioning if, the sickness. She said she said she questioned the sickness a couple of weeks ago. And and Jane, if you had a tooth issue, let's say a chipped front tooth or something, would you still go on the air? Would you play like a champion despite? Maybe not being happy with the way your teeth look for that show. No, she would. Now not. that's hitting me where it's it's true. I'm very vain, <laughs> and I 100. percent But I'd be well. Okay, so I don't want to make it sound like you it's don't that. Think the would Dallas you? Cowboys can't do some Hell cosmetic no. work for you uh, outside of office hours? Now, if NFL Network is like Jane, we can get you into a doctor and fix yeah. that tooth for you to go tomorrow. I'll be like, let's go. 
Your mouse what about you, Nui? But yes, you are hitting the vanity thing. That is okay. cool. So I'll go to you, Nui. Hey, hey look, I, would I, you I not feel do like, TV? I, I feel like in 2023, we're starting the media at mash off a lot of negativity here. Yes, you know, you, fu- you fire shots. You fire I not fire shots. I didn't ask you were hype today. Wow. you know what? It's critical thinking. I guess. And it's funny because we brought up Micah to a certain extent. So let's talk about Micah. Okay. The hand is fine. Oh, now you're going to oh, get shady. Oh, did shading. you get to see it? Here you go. <laughs> there you go. I know where you're there going you go. with this. There you go. There you go. I know so where you're going with this. it's officially confirmed, I think, it's a laceration on his hand. That's yeah. why I had to close. It's not confirmed. I was told he's got a cut. Yeah. Okay. He cut I, his hand, but no one wants to tell us how it happened. Right. Yeah, because so that clearly means it wasn't in football. So he cut his hand. <laughs> and so that... Bring this back to a formerly famous cut hand around here before. Somebody cut their hand on soup. Des Bryant. Well, that's what he said. He was cutting up carrots to make soup. You know it's always good when Jane gives you a snort laugh. Um, no, well, but we know Des Bryant did not cut his hand on and cut making soup. Yeah. You're, you're, you're his PR guy. So. Yeah, oh, God. Yes. That's your guy. I don't yeah, think I ever your... asked Des exactly you, what happened. We know what happened. Well, happened to your client. We know what happened. But we're going to keep do? it up. Yeah, we know what happened. We Offline know. me. I don't remember if I remember that. We talked about Nick and Sam. Stop it. Don't, don't do this. Don't do this right now. I didn't. Can you text me about that right now? Oh, I remember this now. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't we, even that bad, though. That's we why talked I, about this. Right, but it me and you. Right, but it wasn't even that bad. <laughs> we so just didn't why, report it. Right. It, it wasn't even that bad, Because they wouldn't though. report it. But remember, I was like, why would you even lie about that? Well, you know, it, it's funny because let's go back to training camp when CD cut his foot. And he told me some clown stuff, <laughs> which I reported or I tweeted. So messy. He did. We, I said, it was clown stuff, bro. <laughs> Why you? Ra- he told me it was clown stuff. So you remember it was before the uh, Chargers the game. The lesson here is don't tell Clarence anything. No, it was clowns. <laughs> I said, how you hurt your foot? Clown stuff. So Micah clearly cut his hand doing clown stuff because it wasn't on the football field. It wasn't in a game against the Eagles or whoever else. Hey, I'm not going to name it names. Was off but the, there are, you know, it was something away from the facility, There clearly. are head coaches that do the same thing. <laughs> what, clown stuff? They do clown stuff, and they're reported <laughs> as different things. So they're reporters that do clown stuff. Exactly. So I'm not going to get in. I'm, I'm not going to bash So, you so know getting the, back to Des Bryant, he no, didn't no. cut his hand on no, on, on no carrot, make let's soup. let's tie this all back in. It was in. clown stuff, I'm this sure. This guy... Needs his hands in theory to help wrap up opposing <laughs> offensive players, right. and he's playing with a clubbed hand. Clubbed hand. So I, when it comes to a tooth, I'm having a hard time with Kelvin Joseph. And when you got a player like Micah on the defensive side of the ball, you I think the, it makes it hard for you know a guy like vibe. Kelvin Joseph you know to the, endear himself you know to the coaching the, staff. You know the vibe. What's the vibe? Oh, don't even get into this, Jane. You don't. You don't know the vibe. vibe? I don't know the vibe. That's how he got busted. That's why there's a break. That's why there's a break. And you can tell Jane. Jane. Tell me when I get invited to the barbecue. Oh, my God, Jane. Jane, Jane, Jane doesn't understand. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay, That's Jane. how he got busted, Jane. It's, it's, we can tell you don't that know about Jane. Nui, take it down. I'm Never. so confused. Yeah, Nui, go, go. Exactly. I'm feeling more there's basic a, than ever. There's a break, and when that break comes, we'll... It, it's you'll get it really quick. So okay, um, <laughs> Sam Howell is starting for the Washington Commanders. Yes. Normally, I'm thinking, all right, pretty easy. You know, rookie from North Carolina, um, they should be able to handle. Him. But then again, we saw Josh Dobbs show up eight days before, go to Tennessee and handle his job. So how how do we feel as it's Dallas week up there, final regular season game? Sam Howell going, uh, Clance. I think we would we would be remiss to not talk about the Demar Hamilton situation, the Hamlin situation, before Sam Howell. 
Only because you say this after all of the. I know, I know. After we, you started in with I, some oh, clown stuff, yeah. I did. But it was it was good stuff. But was, let's not all, shame Newey for the way he stacked not, this rundown. That's what that Nui. just felt like. No, I'm sorry. It it did feel I like love Newey. Newey's my did one of my. Feel like that though. No, what I'm saying is though that. Whose show is this? That last it, I checked, it was Newey's. It's, it's, it's always Clarence's show. Wherever he's at, it's his show. I'm sorry, Newey. That was not intent. I'm just, just saying. That's disingenuous. I, he's not sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> I care about the show. I care about Newey. I care about all of y'all. And I care about our watchers, viewers. I just think that it, it was so. When we talked to the locker room today, that's all everybody talked about. Certainly, Mike McCarthy was very poignant about it. And how Move the your team, hand over for the viewers, okay? Very poignant about how the, how the team handled it and how they were handling it with the team. And he said that was our focus today more so than Sunday. And they were focused on dealing with the players and how they were handling the situation mentally, mostly. You know, it's it's, it's watching someone in that whole situation. They're all, you know, a fraternity, you know, of football players. And that was something we've never seen before. And it's something they've never seen before. Well, and, they kind of – it, the players were talking about how it kind of, you know, reminded some of the Marcus Paul, uh, mm. in, you know, incident that happened here where he ended up passing away. Um, and, you know, that was that was in the, the team's weight room and there were other players around. And so the but, thing with me is they, it's one thing to see somebody yeah. go down. It's another when you see someone them have to get out the defibrillator and you're just seeing right. things that you just no human being we, really wants to see or should ever have to see, you know. So Yeah. And, and the only thing I would say is different than Marcus Paul. Is Marcus Paul is because it was a horrific situation. But as football players, seeing an NFL football player, it happened to you on the field doing a routine play. Yeah, that just that makes it even more personal for what you have to go out and do. You know, it reminds me of, and and I I didn't know how to articulate or ask this question, but I had a buddy who was what they call a first to center, and right. so he, they used to drop him over waterfalls in a kayak, and then you would descend down. And he said the moment he started questioning whether he was going to survive that drop is when he had to quit. Because the moment that fear or that thought that you could get hurt enters your mind, that's when you can find yourself injured. And that's why I didn't think they should play that game because those guys are all thinking about that hit and that moment. And when you're right. kind of messed up and because it is such a, a fast game, it's such a physical game, you know, I was worried about the possibility of other injuries happening as a result of that. that but I just but I just wonder if these players, because to your point, it's something you don't ever think about. You are prepared certain hits as it relates to concussions are bad, right? But this idea that something that mostly happens in baseball or right. in hockey could do something like this and we still don't have word that he's in the clear yet. Right. That is what I think is concerning for so many people. And I and to see the very – we think of so many of these guys uh, with helmets on, right? We don't see their faces. We don't see the their emotions side. during the game. And we think of – especially younger kids, when you think of football players, you think of them as larger in life superheroes. And it felt like they were all just wounded. No. You know, wounded emotionally, wounded physically. And I think that was the thing that was so hard to watch. And I think for a lot of guys that weren't there – to see such strong guys show such strong emotions. No, no, no doubt. And, and, and you know, we talked to Dak about it today, and, and you know he's been through a lot. You know he mm -hmm. talked about the Marcus Paul star. He talked about his brother passing away, and, and, and the mental health aspect of it. And 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 that's what people don't. You know, there's so many people worried about when they're going to replay the game, and how does it affect the playoffs, and how does it affect this weekend's games. And if you really care about the players, 
It's not just about the physical. It's about the mental health part of it. And and that's what Mike McCarthy talked about today, how he's taking care. You know, they had uh, Jonathan Evans, uh, the team chaplain, speak to the team today about it. They all talked about how to appreciate the moment. And everybody talked about I, I Mike Parsons talked about I went and called my dad and my brother and called my family and let them know I loved them because you never know. And, and so we, you know, as players and as fans and as media and, and people just, you, you, all, you care about the outcomes all the time and don't understand and don't really care about the people that are involved in the outcomes and how it's, it's more than just a game, you know. And, and I thought Mike McCarthy was great today and he, he really set the right tone and said, we're not okay. Nobody's fine here. Everybody says we're okay, but we're not okay. And he reiterated, reiterated that at the team meeting. You know, Dak said he talked again about it after practice day when he broke him down. You know, we're not okay. And it's, you know, I feel like mental health has gotten thrown around in recent years and and people have talked about it. And I think it's interesting to see how that discussion has evolved, not to bring myself into it, but this was a really challenging year for me. And I know you've gone through stuff with your dad and Dak's gone through stuff and I have such a level of empathy, like finding out in October that my mom's got a year to live. Um, I found myself not able to do my job. I was not okay in the month of October, and I sought professional help, and I am such an optimistic person, and things always have a positive outcome, and I'm a professional. And so I think not that I dismissed mental health, but I don't think I ever saw myself get so dark. And so I think I have a level of empathy for people that you know, maybe saw this stuff on the sidelines. And again, not to make this about me, but I I didn't understand how someone close to you, when it's not a it's not happening to you, but someone close to you that you love, right. knowing that they're not okay, how that can affect your day to day. Right. So. Right. We love you, Jane. I love you guys too, <laughs> but do get help because yeah. it's. I mean, it's helped me. I'm. I'm in a much better place. Yeah. As a media person, I know you can identify, and I think that we need to say this. And this is a media match, so let's let's talk about this. The ESPN announcers in the studio on the side of the game were putting. A, a horrible situation because they mm-hmm. didn't know and they had to fill time and talk and I just thought they did a great job from Lisa Salters to Ryan Clark to Troy and the guys in the booth they didn't try to over talk they didn't try to say things they didn't know they they really just laid it out there and, and they did a great job and I've always said this as we're sports guys that the sports media are the most versatile members of the newsroom because we have to cover everything I know covering the Cowboys you know we've covered deaths and murder trials and drug trials and stadium issues and football games and you you have to be able to cover everything and and that was just yeoman's work by the by the media there for ESPN. Well and I felt for Lisa Salters because yeah. as you can imagine when you're watching all the coverage, uh you know, I had some people text me and say, Where's Lisa? And I was at the Pro Bowl a couple of years ago. Remember when when Kobe died? Right. And there were reports that his daughter, his family, and there were so many conflicting reports. Well, Lisa had worked very intimately with Kobe early in her career. Susie knew him well. I remember Mark Ingram coming up to me and and saying to me, Jane, tell me, tell me his daughters are not on that plane. And Kaylee Hartong, who works now for Amazon, was covering it for ABC. And we were texting and I just saw how she was having a hard time with it. And it's, you know, as journalists, you are supposed to be objective, right? right? But it's hard not to have emotion because to your point, I've worked on the news side, I've worked on the sports side. When you cover a news story, you get close to some of the people you interview. But a lot of times these stories, unfortunately, are one off. Right. With sports, you're showing up and covering people for Every- sometimes five, eight, ten years. 
And so seeing what she saw and, and covering as many games as you had and being there in real time and now I can't imagine the eerie feeling of being the only one left there in the stadium because there weren't many people right. at that time when they went to her and saying, tell us what you thought saw. And right. I think some people said, well, she got emotional. Well, I think we would have criticized her if she didn't no, she show did emotion. she did a great job. She did a wonderful job. And for people who said they shouldn't have been covering it, I disagree. You're coming to a place looking for news. There wasn't a lot of news. But I think that's where a lot of the analysts came in and I think shined as you're giving context because as journalists, we haven't suited up and been on the field, at least some of us here. Right. Um, and so I thought they did a good as job as they could given the circumstances. It shifted into a news story. Yeah. It was a football game that shifted into right. a news story and, and they that's what they had to transition into. I thought Joe Buck did, did a fantastic right. job in Troy. I mean, what they did do um, was present facts. Right. And, and as that was happening that night at Channel 5, um, they asked me to be the lead story right. to, to start off the newscast. And then they said, well, we, what if we ask you a question? We want to ask you a question. And I said, about what? Mm. And my thing was, I'm not going to give you a take or an opinion. If I don't have any facts, then I'm not going to say it. We cannot be wrong here. And will they postpone or suspend it? I don't know what the NFL will do. All I know is by saying we're not playing the game now, they're giving themselves whatever options they want. But to say or speculate this is not the time, if you do not have a fact, then do not say it. If somebody doesn't, if it doesn't come from the team or it doesn't come from the family, then we, we should not say anything other than this is what we know. And Scott Van Pelt, by the way, at SportsCenters, he was right. going about it. I thought he did a very good job. But that's what you want to do at this point in time is just make sure you're, you're going through facts. And it became a news story. I know on, on, on the cable side, for us, MSNBC, Stephanie Rule took over her 11th hour. They were just talking about that and bringing in people to talk about the player, to talk about injuries. But facts, to me, were the most important thing. And I've tried to be very careful on social media about what I have put out or even just retweeted because it's such a sensitive situation here. Uh, Mike Tomlin, I don't know if you guys have right. to see what Mike yeah. Tomlin had to say yesterday about how he knew um, how he knew Hamlin since he was 12 years old. And my, Mike always just says the right things. Right. Mm-hmm. There's some people that are there. But what you said about McCarthy I thought was really good and to me speaks to the fact of Mike's done a really good job here after that, especially after the first season. Right. Mike's done a lot of positive things. And why I've told people like Chris Candy, hey, man, if Mike's not working here. He's working somewhere across this league. Yep. Um, I continue to be impressed with how he handles things outside. Um, he's a human. And, you know, to sort of piggyback off that, you know, Mike and I had a little bit of a contentious relationship our first year that we've since repaired. And I was standing outside the locker room um, in Tennessee, and he said, hey, real quick. How's your mom? I never told him about my mom. Someone else must have told him. But he took a minute just to be like, how's your mom? And it it meant a lot to me. Of course. And I know that if he's doing that to me, imagine how he loves up on some of those players. No, no doubt. Like I said, Mike has done a great job on and off the field, how he's handled. You know, we talk about how he's handled the team after losses, and they they rarely have back to – I don't think they – They haven't had one. They haven't had one this not, year. You know, not, not this year, and probably the only time was, you know – you know, when Dak was hurt. But going back to last year, they don't lose games back-to-back. They rebound. They respond. He's, he's done a great job taking care of their bodies. You know, we talk about, 
you know, how they're healthy. He's, he's really and certainly how he handled the team after the Marcus Paul situation to how he's handling the team now. I mean, you just got to tip your cap to, to, to what he's done. And, and, you know, and that's why, one reason why I always talk about, and I, I've gone on social media talking about Jeff Saturday, you just, you just don't put people in these jobs. I mean, he, he is a head coach for a reason. Well, and you just look at the history of this organization from yeah. 1995 till now. You know, it just shows you how difficult it is to put two good seasons back to back. You don't need to know the coaches. You don't need to know the players. You just need to look from 1995 till 2021 and tell me how many back to back years have they had where Ten it was wins. right where it was good. Ten wins. How about twelve wins? Yeah. How about you know back to back trips to the playoffs? You know, and 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 I've I've said this, and we and we can talk about another segment. This is the most questioned and scrutinized and picked on 12-win team, soon to be 13-win team. Minnesota, Minnesota gets a little picked on, let's, as they I'm should. About, <laughs> let's, let's get a break. Let's get a break. 3 though. That's the reason for that. <laughs> let, let, let's get a break yeah. and go into that. Yeah. As well, with Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star-Telegram, John Machado, The Athletic, Jane Slater of NFL Media. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com Radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling. United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash here on a Wednesday going into the regular season finale for the Cowboys as they will take on the Washington Commanders who are going to go with Sam Howell, the rookie from North Carolina, at the quarterback positions. Keep on talking Cowboys with Jane Slater, NFL.com, NFL Media, NFL Network. If it's NFL, you got Jane over there. Our guy, John Machota of The Athletic, Clarence Hill, longest Tenured beat writer in uh, around here now with the Star Telegram. Been there since '96. Chan? No. Barry. Barry. Yes. Barry. 
Bears. So you've covered Barry. a lot of back-to-back good seasons. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time, huh? I'm merely Congrats, new to Scruggs. Bud. I'm just here for for. I was here in 07. 06 and 07. 07 is the one they should be kicking themselves over. Still. No, those are back-to-back playoff. I'm talking about double-digit win back-to-backs. This is your first time, right? With the same no, coach. Yeah. With the yeah, same yeah, yeah, coach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think at all. Yeah. Because they haven't done back-to-back uh, since 95-96. Yeah. Back-to-back right. double-digit. I was saying with the same coach. Because they, they went way – what was – No, they, they went no. to the playoffs back-to-back years. No, they, they were 9-7 they were, were in, yeah. in Parcells last year. That's so right. they were not yeah. back-to-back double-digit win. Correct. So everybody that's had the double-digit wins back-to-back has gone on to win a Super Bowl with the franchise then, right? They have. Mm-hmm. So I, I just that for you because you always hate when I mention the Super Bowl. They did. I do it just to poke the bear. RJ Ochoa can find <laughs> some crazy stats though. It's all I'm always like, how do you do this stuff with blogging at the boys? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I good job. I did think of you. Mm-hmm. I'm at the Fiesta Bowl, and when we're going down the escalators, baggage claim it said Super Bowl. Where, yep. was your, where were your pom pom? Where were your purple pom poms? As a student. Oh, yeah. My student, my these are my classmates. Were they in your bag? You know, just, my classmates, man. They're putting up their. You know what? I hypnotoed. I unfortunately, I think I sent them to the Alamo Bowl. <laughs> I think they were over there. That was bad. So what were you thinking? They you were, were thinking, I think so. the SEC is reconsidering our application, no, they and take, they're they, going to they call t- up TCU and Sunny Dykes. They're, they're taking the cash, baby. They're taking the cash. So when you taking saw that, cash. when you saw that Super Bowl stuff, I'm going down baggage claim. I see Super Bowl, right? And my photographer Noah Buller says, "Would it be something if we come back here Look for the Super Bowl?" I'm like, "I will tell you this right now." And I, I just said, you know, and "Crazier I, things have happened." Hey, you work with two of the most positive people oh I've God. ever been around in sports with Pat Doney and Noah Buller. Oh my God! Like yeah. they, so for Noah to say that does not surprise me at all. Like, and and for both of them, I would like this team to to finally maybe get there so I, that they can they can come. And I that. said because well, they're always so positive about everything. I've been to a Super Bowl in Arizona, and I just said, look, man, I, I don't want to talk about that. I said, I, I'd, I'd rather talk about <laughs> TCU p- potentially going to Los Angeles. I said, there's a better chance of TCU going to Los Angeles than us coming back so, here for the but Super But, hey, Bowl. listen, stranger things have happened. I mean, who would have thought the Cowboys would be where they are at this point in the season, still with a chance to get a one seed? That is wild to me, considering we were talking about this in the break. Name a position that has not been hampered by injury this season. For the Cowboys, yeah, it, it, and it, where they're at, and how tough this division was. Well, I mean, that's just, what's crazy let's to just, me. Let's just go back to the spring. But it's Point also made. so it would be Point so made. it would also be so Dallas to lose to a Sam Howell quarterback in a game they need to win that sh- they should have won. They're not losing. The and yeah, I don't think it, I don't think there's any. They're not, lo- they're not really losing. Really but, but that but, Titans game was not pretty against Josh Dobbs, folks. They, they were never going to lose that game. And they still won by they double digits. I hear you, the, what, but I'm saying it's such a cowboy I thing agree, to do. Don't what, make it hard on yourselves. I agree, but what did the Raiders do against against not the Raiders? What did Fortnite do against the Raiders team with Stidham? I mean, agreed. They went to overtime. I'm just saying though that people point out the Cowboys barely beat. The Eagles should not have lost to the Saints. Let's keep it real. But when it's the Cowboys, it's an indictment. But it's funny though because she says about it would be such a Cowboys thing, and that's so true. And that brings me back to Nui, who always is like for Nui, and and I'm sure it's like that for you too because you've been you've been covering it so long. But it's the 
it's not just about this team and what it's done to them. It's all these previous coaches yeah. and these previous it's players the that have nothing it, to do it's with the journey. Yeah, man. yeah. And, and it been, has nothing to do with this team. It's right. just it's like it's like a track record of like Cowboys. <laughs> what can go wrong will go wrong. Right. It's Murphy's Law with them. Yeah. Right. Will, will, will you be in L.A. this weekend or will you be in uh, uh, Washington? I'll be in Los Angeles tomorrow. Okay, I'll just well, tomorrow. I'll be on tomorrow. It's a little early. A little early. A little early. Hey, Mike, Mike, that's a little early. Hey, I got my... Uh, Enjoy I yourself. Need, <laughs> get some Roscoe's. You going to Roscoe's? <laughs> we'll be at Roscoe's about 12.30. We'll be at Roscoe's about 12.30. The but, team arrives on Friday. Knew but, my man, you've had a year. You deserve We've yeah, all had a year. Yeah. But, but getting back to what you Hold on before you go there. Let me finish one thing. So not only that, John, we, we're, we're, we're passing the, the, the whole Super Bowl sign. Oh, yeah. We drive to go to TCU practice, and it's Sun, it's Sun Devil Stadium, where the right. Cowboys won their last Super Bowl. Yeah. So I'm like... It was just meant to be. It was. I just sat there and it's like, no, I don't. I don't want to allow myself to even think about that. I just wanted. You I'm literally just, got on your phone and booked a, booked I, a hotel room I thought room about for you. I thought about. I appreciate you. That. I appreciate. I that. said at the beginning of this year, I had this weird feeling that the Cowboys are going to do something crazy and go all the way. All the way. And then there were points in the season I was like, there's no way they lost Dak. There's no way. Look what's happening to their offensive line. There's no way they don't have any cornerback help. But I just, the beginning of the season, I said, I just have this weird feeling that the Cowboys might do something crazy and go all the way. Of all those things, what are you most concerned about? What was the biggest one? Because when you said the corner, that's the one for me. The number well, two. But then, I, but then, then I'm seeing the play of Nashawn Wright. And, but, again, it hasn't, but again, it hasn't been against all world offenses right. here as of late either. You're talking about at this point what's the yes. most concern? Yes. Oh, sir, to, to me, it's the run defense. I'm still okay. – it's, it's the run defense. Yeah. Is that because of the way that they're playing right now or because that's also – was I think the teams in the postseason yeah, and their right. run game were going to be a lot more significant than the ones that. I mean, think about it. We got to December. We were worried about Derrick Henry. They didn't see Derrick Henry. You right. were worried about Jonathan Taylor. Didn't see Jonathan Taylor. And they still haven't done that great against the run defense. Right, but right. when you start getting to some of these other playoff teams in the postseason, I think not all of us are convinced that they figured this thing out. No. What about you, Nui? Now you'll get Biggest Leighton concern. Van Der Esch back, though, right? He's expected yeah. back in the Oh, yeah, season. he was out there practicing yeah. today. Biggest concern is, is being able to stop the run. You're trying to go out here and, and, and win a Super Bowl. And Because when somebody asked me about that, I said, you know, show me a Super Bowl defense that cannot stop the run. Right. And, and, and you've talked about that as well here. So that that's an issue. You couldn't and, slow down the Packers when you played them, remember? And right. if yeah, you got so. Debo Samuel... No, San Francisco, we, we talked about on the last yeah. show, the players on that. That's the one team you don't want. So you hope somebody takes them out for you and helps you out to so, take San Francisco. But when you talk about the Super Bowl... It's we're now talking ha- almost half my life right. since they last went. So that's one reason why I don't, I don't want to talk about something that really hasn't happened the back half of my life. So what no, will it take for you to have to talk but, about? Do they have to get the I, NFC I, Championship game? See, I'd have to, but, you know, I'd have to see them win the NFC Championship no, to believe in Taylor. I think you have to see them. I'm not ready to okay, do okay, that. But what but about just out, getting past Tom Brady? But check this out. Check this out. Two things. Check this out. They haven't done it yet. Check this out. Two things. I understand what you're saying. They have to do it. The point everybody's making is, if not now, when? It is wide open as ever been, except in 2007 when they had the best record. They were the best team. It is wide open as ever been. There's no boogeyman out there. I don't care what you say. There are no great teams out there. The Eagles are beatable. The 49ers are beatable. Okay? Uh, Minnesota clearly is beatable. Tampa's beatable. Whoever's in the playoffs, this team can win. You say now they have disagree. to do it. You may not have teams that are boogeyman, but I believe there are certain quarterbacks that are boogeyman. Again, I'm, I'm getting ready to get to that. Okay. So that's why I root for Detroit this weekend. But if somehow they 
beat beat the uh, beat Washington, and the Eagles beat uh, lose to the Giants. Instead of Tom Brady, they could get Aaron Rodgers coming here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you and you should want to take that all day long. And you should, but you. I mean, yes, Tom Brady haven't beat him ever. But 137-year-old Tom Brady, this Tampa Bay team is not the Super Bowl Tampa Bay team of a couple of years ago. They still have a fighting chance because of Tom Brady. It and, always they, and they already me. played him this year and got right. beat. Right. It always amazes this is not me how they one play. of the same teams they yeah. were at the beginning of the season. But they, he, that, that, that receiving quarter the Cowboys me. at the beginning of the You'll season. You'll turn on the TV in fourth quarter and you're like, here he goes again. Yeah. The receiving quarter at the beginning of the season had Dennis Houston, who somebody on this show told me he's going to have four catches of 73 yards and touchdown in that game. Not that on this show. It wasn't me, was it? I'm like, no way. <laughs> it was on this show. Okay, but that receiver court in Tampa Bay. The, the ability to was, keep petty thoughts in the back uh, of your head and pull oh, them out. Oh, he's a petty prince. Boy, I tell you. These are really always good. extensions of other, other conversations. It's, they, they never die. Conversations never die. going to be single for life like they, that, man. Be able to pull out pettiness first. I'm, I'm just saying. saying. What I'm saying is going back to that game, though, look at this receiving court. We can bring it full circle because James Washington got cut today. But this team is not the same as that team that opened the season. You, you say that we, they lost to Tampa. So what? This, this Cowboys team is not the same. Tampa Bay is not the same. Look at this receiving core now with T.Y. Hilton and, Hel- and healthy Mike- Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb, you know, uh, becoming the number one receiver. Okay. No one thing else that's that. not the same, though, is that you're going to have a Tom Brady who's going to have a chance to look for a Nashawn Wright, a Jerron Bland, guys that are inexperienced, and he didn't have to, that opportunity at the beginning of the season because you had season guys like Anthony Brown, Jordan no. out there. So you can just see the, the path Cowboys like he's talking flawed. about when you turn the yeah. games on. They're he still team. keeps them close, and he's still there's a reason to be scared. I'm saying that you'd want to take you'd play Green Bay because you're playing at home, and they've won their last eight home games. They've had home field advantage. But Aaron like, Rodgers is in his manifestation zone. No. And, that, and I think Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay is scarier than Tampa. That's, well, look how I, they were. when Remember when we said they had like nobody playing when the Cowboys that went up there after the bye week. The that receiving core that the got Cowboys the left tackle that back. One, and they did not. That re- and they would have put them out the playoffs. That receiving core has gotten much better. Mm-hmm. It's scary now that that young freshman Watson, is, I'm rookie for Watson, and they got all their guys His back. His coming out game was against the Cowboys. Yeah, and I'll take Watson all day long over Mike Evans, but go ahead. Let's all right, uh, Jane Slater, John Bichotto, Heckman Harrison. I mean, Clarence Hill. Wow. New East Coast. Meeting match right here on Dallas Cowboys. Dirty, dirty, dirty. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah. And I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. 
When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back to Media Mash. Media Mash. It's my favorite Media Mash day of the week. It's Wednesday. With Jane Slater, NFL Network, John Vachota, The Athletic, Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star-Telegram, my merely newie Scruggs. (laughs) Merely. Try and somehow get it all together. James Washington, finally cut. Damn. Just the way you said that is just... How long have we been playing around with this thing? I mean, you know, we've all ex- we've all thought it was, you know, what are they doing? Well, Mike it, hoped to see him around again, stop though. Stop it. You know. Yeah, he might be back in the practice squad. Stop it. Mm, no. So, no. is this a, finally a tacit admission, if not a full admission, <laughs> that they messed up with C.D. Lamb? You want this? You mean Kamari Cooper? Amari Cooper. You want you want them to say they were wrong? I need so some bad. blood. Right. Let I'm, I'm going to give them. A admit benefit. you were I'm, wrong. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, though, on this. If they do go on a playoff run, and T.Y. Hilton is a big part of it, <laughs> you can kind of dismiss the Mari Cooper thing. No, you can dismiss but it because they won without him. Because we're in a great spot. We're not. We can only. We're, we're, oh, I'm, I'm going to criticize it after it happens. I mean, let's be but honest. No, we we're, criti- not, we're not the ones no, coaching no, it. No, we're no, not no, the no, one no. that's going to get the match. No, 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 blame. no. We but crit- I'm telling you, we, we criticize them at the moment it happened. Well, sure, sure. Okay, but I'm we, just saying this is not a hindsight. No, no, no. And I'm and, and, and how they reacted. Like at the, I didn't like it at the time either. I'm just saying though, there were some things that, let's be honest, that I thought there were seasons where I thought Amari Cooper late in the season could have taken the team to another level. It did not happen. Um. In Philadelphia, 2019, Jason Garrett's last year needed needed him to show up. He didn't. I'm just giving you the benefit of the doubt here. He'll if argue T. Y. That Hilton that wasn't on him. That's it fine. wasn't on him. Okay, that's fine. But if T. Y. Hilton continues on on the path that he's on right now, which is asking a lot for his age and 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 all that, but if he continues doing this and he comes up big for them in some big games like he has up to this point. I think you can kind of dismiss the Amari thing a little. No, bit. no, you can't dismiss. You it. need multiple playoff wins, can but we, and you can need we multiple receivers. The show Clarence versus the world. No, 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 no. It, 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 it's because it's, it's it's the whole process, the whole build up. You get rid of Amari. You sign Tolbert. Right. You, you draft, draft Tolbert. You draft Tolbert. You sign James Washington. James Washington, and this is our plan. They, they have they Michael have two Gallup. catches. They have and, and Michael, Michael Gallup and that was part Michael of the Gallup. Too. And Michael Gallup misses the first three games. Franchise tag Dalton Schultz and, and and all this stuff. The the process to what you get, and then we're spending the bulk of the season trying to find another receiver. Right. You know. So I'm saying that yes. At the end of the day, you you fell into T. Y. Hilton. Counterpoint. But that was not the plan. Okay, but no. counterpoint. I think to Mashota's point. You were expecting more from Dalton Schultz because he was a bit of a security well, blanket. And Michael Gallup. Right. I was about to go there. He was a bit of a security blanket for Dak. And then he got injured and he was like slow to come back. And he just. I'm wasn't just talking about the receiver position. I hear you. And then with Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup took a lot longer to come on. And then you expected CD to embrace that number one spot a lot sooner than he did. So I think mistakes were made. I'll agree with you. But I think those mistakes were made as a result of things that they were relying on working out for them didn't necessarily happen. I agree, but it, 
I, I could have I could have told you that Michael Gallup wasn't gonna be ready to start a season. Stephen Jones told us. Did that you the ask? Owners, did you ask for Will McClay's spot in his office? Then? I'm just saying. Stephen Jones. Stephen Jones told us at the owners' meeting that he was gonna miss the first three games. Right. Okay. And they still paid him. And and we all know that it takes you a while just because you come back, you're not gonna be back immediately. I would rather have Amari Cooper on this team. I'm I'm gonna make this clear. I'm just. I'm just saying that there are no, there are some really. paths where if they have the postseason success, people I, will not look back and go. No, no You know gonna, what? We're in the na- if, we're in the NFC Championship they, if, game, man. If there was a Mari here, if like, they have postseason like, success, no doubt. And, 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 think, and they're and they're twelve and four and getting beat thirteen and four without him. And I understand all that. And yeah. I think the concern was you're paying this one guy all of this money, and how much is he really contributing to justify it? I, I know. And but then we, to your point, then if you look to go on the open market, what guys would you have afforded to? Brought in because the wide receiver market was pretty. I mean, there were some hefty price tags. So basically, for the wide receiver. You keep so, so his money is not that big of a deal right now. Correct. And you're probably not going to have. I, I I still think they franchised Dalton Schultz, so you 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 wouldn't have Gallup, and you'd be better off with Amari Cooper. There's no question. But you probably you probably don't even go out and get Ty Hilton. You're, you're better you off. Don't you're like better it. off with Amari Cooper. But yeah. fine, it's going to work out. It has worked out. And that's fine. But I'm just saying the moves they're making got, tells you that they made a mistake. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Agreed. And they've got to figure this thing out next year as well because T.Y. is not your answer next year. Right. Then what are some of the free agent wide receivers that you're going to bring in? And are you going to roll out next year and hope that Michael Gallup becomes the guy, C.D. Lane becomes the guy? And then what are you going to do with this Jalen Tolbert? Who... You're going to hope that he becomes like a number three wide receiver. You hope he attacks the offseason the way Terrence Steele did after his his oh, rough yeah. rookie year and, and and make some changes or or do what uh, the book Nick Saban wrote, which is how good do you want to be? And, and that's the conversation somebody's going to have to have with Jalen Tolbert. Well, Men Trayvon, and, remember even his rookie year was a little spotty at times, and, and, and he had the huge second year. But you had, and, Nolan, and, you had and, Nolan over and, there. And, and the crazy part about it is they might not even got T.Y. Hilton able to sign Odell Beckham. <laughs> So we're going to wait for the playoffs. We're going to wait for the playoffs. Odell Beckham, they wouldn't have won the last two games without T.Y. Hilton. Like a good fantasy football team, you had a bad draft, you had some things that didn't work, but you went to the waiver wire and you improved your football team, and now you got T.Y. Hilton, you're going to playoffs. And you know what? Get in the playoffs, have a shot, and hope somebody eliminates San Francisco for you. But Why aren't they using him more, though? Because T.Y. there are. Oh, they will. If they're ramping it up. I mean, There's I don't no think what? It was like 11, then he went to 22 snaps. Well, it's just like the same thing with, with, with a Jason Peters is that when you're bringing them along at their age, obviously different ages, one's 40, one's 33, yeah, but stuff, still, when you don't, don't like play a talk. full season, when you don't play a full season, you worry about he gets yeah. out there, all of a sudden, hey, he says he can handle 30 plays. You're like, nah, well, let's do 10. I don't know. You put him out for to th- me can handle it. Uh, well, well you say that, you say that, you say that, but right. a lot of people will point to you could get a hamstring injury. It could be something small like that that all of a sudden sets you back because you wanted to give him 30 snaps instead of 20 instead of bringing him along and then for in the playoffs, and that's when he can get his 30, 35. That's when it matters. I just I think that the soft tissue injuries and things like that is what they worry if about. Jane when the guy says the man played. can handle it, then you know Jane knows. Okay, I stand corrected. Um, there you go, Jane. They've used him this fine so far. That's fine, but I'm just saying might want to use him just a little bit more. And I think you that will see game that. felt a little too close. In I think you will see more. Come on, you take the two picks away; it's not close. It had nothing to do with their usage or lack of usage of Ty. It had nothing to do with the Cowboys really either. It was the team that Tennessee decided to roll out there. For all of that, it had nothing to do with the lack of use of the T.Y. That's why it was close. And they still won by double digits. I know. I'm just saying. That was double digits. And they still covered the spread. Oh, yeah. we don't talk about that in NFL Network. Un, un, unlike, Is that right? Unlike the Raiders. Not, I'm not allowed un, to talk about that. Unlike, the, unlike the 49ers and some other teams, Kansas City Chiefs 
barely beat Denver, a bad Denver team that just fired their coach and just got beat 51-13. This is why, they don't get this the same is why Newey starts to fall asleep sometimes. Because when you just start going on some of these tangents, this I find myself... This is not a tangent. We were talking away. about you said they barely won. Did she not say barely won? Newey, save the show. It felt closer than it should have. Well, I want to okay. thank Jane Slater, <laughs> John Machoda, and Clarence Hill. Because Jane's show is coming up and we need to give her adequate time to prepare and, and get situated for her show. I will talk to you all... Next week, when I get back from Los Angeles. Have fun, my friend. National Championship. Will you make it back? Go for all. Will you be at the parade? He'll be. Might not be here. He'll be hypnototed. Hypnototed. Might not be here. He's going to be at the parade. Hey, man. Athens. Downtown Fort Worth. Hey. Let's make it happen. Fort Fun. Go Frogs! That's Media Mash. Unnecessary. Brought to you by (laughs) nobody right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?